Hi Amy, it's January 8th, I think it's a Wednesday today. Um, it's just afternoon here in Austin, the sun is shining, it's really nice and cool outside, and I was thinking of reading a piece from uh, Lucy Elman's Ducks Newbury Report for you first to s kind of kickstart this letter, um, maybe set the mood for it from from way things from the way things are from my end. Um, so I'm going to start from page eight. The fact that I gotta do the dishes before everyone's up, I gotta. The fact that I'm a slob, slob, slut, tramp, cock, brontosaurus, pterodactyl, raptures, T-Rex, shrunken heads yellow toy tractor, the fact that it really doesn't take all that long to do a few dishes, ten minutes tops, big deal, so why all the resistance? The fact that every day I have to force myself, like ten times a day, the fact that I don't exult in housework somehow, but dirty dishes are depressing, and I always said, and I don't want the kids to be depressed by them, or Leo either, or me. The fact that Leo really has no idea what goes on here all day. The fact that he'd probably flip out if he ever found out what really involved in feeding, clothing, housing, and shepherding four whole kids, kid herding. The fact that my entire life is now spent catering to their needs and demands, cleaning toilets, filling lunch boxes, labeling all their personal property, shampooing, and brushing hair, discussing everything, searching for lost stuff, baking fenorpita cakes to help find it, walking the plank, fenorius, ahoy my hearties, KP, officer's mess, grist to the mill, the saint of lost things, and lost causes too, the, the fact that I'm a lost cause, saints, Catholics, Greek, Greek Orthodox, San Martin, the fact that I like that San Martin, the fact that they make a special croissant for him in Poland, the fact that he really liked to help the poor, and we're poor, bail out, buy out, cook out, clean out, freak out, cockfight, fright night, Friday night, the fact that then there's all that dusting, sweeping, ironing, making beds, washing sheets, towels and clothes, itch, sore eye, ironing pile, tending the chickens, feeding the goldfish, washing the windows, valeting the car, and myself, hunting down dust bunnies like Elmer Fudd on the glorious 12th, the fact that mommy and daddy got married on the glorious 12th, the fact that none of my kids probably even know that, nor can they say 12th, and it's catching, the fact that I'm forgetting how to say things too, the fact that I spend too much time with youngsters, February, Libri, 12th, the fact that it seems to take years to get that F in there. Twelfth night. The fact that you're supposed to keep your Christmas tree up until twelfth night, but nobody does anymore. The fact that it's icky when pine tree corpses line the street. The fact that I don't know when twelfth night is, but I guess it must have passed by now. The fact that twelve alive is dinner talk for a dozen raw oysters. Baker's dozen. Celebs who had had normal jobs before. The fact that there's also the vacuuming, the holding the fort, the fielding the phone calls, planning the meals, settling the disputes, trying to keep track of everybody's cell instead of my own, rebel without a cause, mending, sewing, making handmade pencil cases for everybody just because I made one for Stacy years ago, 
And then, of course, in my spare time, baking a million pies. The fact that, seriously, my life's all shopping, chopping, slicing, splicing, spilling, frilling, fooling, cooling, heating, boiling, broiling, frying, and macrophages. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Tuesday, dentist, trash, mush. The fact that I'd known what that if I'd known what I was in for, like all the work involved, the endless chaos, before I had them, well, Walter Matthew, Harry Belafonte, helping them with their homework, and having to listen to all their groins, and screams, and sighs, and their Game Boys, and dance numbers, and all the unexplained bangs and crashes on the waterfront, or letting the cats in and out, out and in, in and out, out and in, and tending the chickens some more, sense and sensibility, persuasion, pride and prejudice, the fact that I'm not used to having a moment to myself anymore, really, uno momento, no problemo, just, like, just to read a book or something. I'm going to stop there. Uh, this book is just so fucking amazing uh, that, I mean, I just, when I first started it, I just, like, so, so mesmerized. And I can, like, you know, I'm sorry for having read such a long piece, but I can really just, like, go on and on and on as soon as I start. And uh, I'm only on page 300 and something uh, and it's a thousand pages long, and god damn, I really want to finish this book, I don't know when I will, because now, you know, we're back at work, and, and everything that's involved with that, and family life, and everyday life, and blah, 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 uh, but shit, she's so freaking good, it's just like, like butter in my mouth, that, um, that or just yeah just the best caramels in your mouth that is just like swirling around um and the ideas are so interesting and she's so freaking funny and I mean this is this was just like the very first pages that really struck a deep core um or is it chord I never know um as a foreigner there are all these like weird things that I've mixed up when it comes to the English language um Anyway, so I just kind of wanted to wake myself up um, by reading out loud to you, because um, uh, uh, I've had a, a long morning. I've been up since 6.30, um, and uh, I'm just trying to kind of keep my energy going. Um, and I really loved your previous letters. They're just so fantastic. They just like contained so much. You've already seen and read so many things um, since we last spoke. Um, so it just feels like we could keep talking forever about all of these movies and books. Um, and uh, I definitely didn't want to stress you out about the New Year's resolutions, but I'm really digging yours with you know not being so regimented and with the with the daily stuff of of writing down the things you do um I think that sounds fantastic and I think I think it sounds just like something that involves so much less stress um that I'm finding is really important to kind of shed every day to kind of simplify things just to 
just to not feel so stressed about things all the time. Um, and I, I also really appreciated the sort of very personal aspects of your letters, um, talking about your grandmother and, um, um, yeah, so thank you for that. Um, I haven't seen, uh, Mrs. Fletcher yet. Um, I am curious about it. Um, so I'm going to try to see if I can watch it somewhere. Um, uh, it's funny too, you mentioned like, um, how, you know, probably growing up wanting to watch queer movies, like there was only a few out there and I definitely feel the same way where, where if it was like that one episode and like a TV series or that one movie, like I remember having Boys Don't Cry, uh, the movie poster on my wall for years um, and the other one I remember is Ghost World, which I would love to rewatch. Um, not, not because I kind of remember it as like a, a particularly good movie, but I just, yeah, it would be just like funny to kind of, um, uh, watch that movie again, more out of like nostalgic reasons. Um, but yeah, now it's like funny sometimes Ryan makes fun of me because when he sees like my, um, like the movies I've recently watched, whether it's on Netflix or Amazon or whatever subscription outlet, um, he's like, it's always like, these like pictures of, uh, like the movie poster or like the movie covers always like two women embracing or, um, or kissing or, um, yeah, it's just like, kind of like, you can, you can guess the things that I'm interested in quite quickly from, um, from, from those, um, uh, yeah, from those subscription, um, things, um, but I have also, um, a confession to make, I don't think I've ever read any Flannery O'Connor, so hearing that you're, um, a big fan, um, you need to send me some recommendations. Um, we may have talked about this before, but, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, sadly never ended up, um, following up on it and, and reading, um, her work. So, um, um, yeah, please let me know where I should start. And, um, and it was the Dickinson series that I was like referencing, referencing to, I had, I've only just seen the trailer, so, um, uh, I can't really speak for the, for how the series is, but I was just kind of, uh, intrigued by like how there are all these kind of historical dramas, uh, whether it's TV or film where, you know, they focus a little, so much more on the kind of creative, uh, aspects of a, of a young woman's life. Um, but they're all kind of just dreaming and fantasizing and anyway, I don't, I don't need to repeat, um, that too much. Um, and I also haven't seen Pariah, but I, I know, I know which movie you mean and, um, it's been on my, um, to watch list. Um, I, was, I can't remember which letter you mentioned the midlife crisis versus versus 
midlife questioning <clears throat> conversation, but I think that's a, a good way to put it. And maybe some of these like letters will be part of our midlife questioning um, because I can't quite say either that I'm in a crisis, but I'm definitely in a kind of questioning, holding, holding spot um, where... Um, where I feel like I've been going through a lot of changes, having left New York for Austin, Texas, and, you know, it's just sort of kicking in what that change involves, not just moving from a blue state to a red state, <clears throat> excuse me, but just, you know, just a different kind of lifestyle where um, it was, it's been really interesting spending I spent a lot of time with Vera because her daycare was closed and and the office was closed um during the holidays and so we were hanging out a lot and going to the neighborhood playgrounds and it's just so freaking idyllic um and just there's something feels kind of bizarre to watch her and see her be happy and know that there are places on fire and that there's, you know, just like parts of the world that's really, I don't even know where to start, you know, but just that I can't I can't quite sort of settle into the fact that that things are really nice at the moment um when it comes to our health and well-being um I don't know, it's just sort of like something that that um I'm trying to like figure out and uh think about as she's growing up and learning learning even just to to talk and construct sentences and we're not even there yet so it'll be interesting to follow that um and i really appreciate all these like fantastic podcast recommendations um so i've started listening to the dolly parton series and it's so good it's it's so it's so funny to see how how many different people have been so affected by her music and I've always been a fan of her work but I've never truly sort of thought about what an incredible storyteller she is and um and also never kind of quite sort of thought about the the magnitude of her uh career and the impact that she's had on people's lives um and on country music, um, so it's just, it's been really enjoyable to listen to, there, there are parts, I don't know if you agree, like, there, it's like, uh, it feels like kind of fluff material that they're using, where I'm not, like, I think they could have just slimmed this down to, like, maybe five episodes, and had actually more substantial, uh, material to share that is, like, interesting and nuanced, and, 
because some of the episodes uh, feel quite just like weak in terms of what material they could find um and that that they then like try to stretch it out to to make it a little bit more enticing um but it doesn't quite work at least for me um and then it's and then it was actually kind of nice to listen to and compare it to like what we're trying to do because i agree with you that that uh, the there's some really great podcasts that also bring in the personal aspects and it's not just like purely sort of like informative but uh but I also I also like listening to the Dolly Parton one I also sort of think about how some of them are so incredibly like overly produced like I'm, I'm kind of allergic to podcasts where you can't even let a person finish a sentence before it get, gets cut to the host who um who then explains like and here's so-and-so talking and and like oh before you like finish your sentence why don't we just like introduce you and like why I don't understand why you, you couldn't have just done that from the beginning I feel like some of these like really produced podcasts are just like trying to be so uh, clever with all these like uh, cuts back and forth and having a even like a third person inject uh, into the conversation or just like, ha- like share their input and I just feel like it's trying to move so fast and it would just be so like much better to let people talk and um, and ramble and make mistakes and you know have people not necessarily finish their sentences or or construct a perfect one which you know which I'm struggling to do right now you know just just for it to seem a little bit more organic um because I think I would at least like have patience for it but maybe that's not what the the I don't know maybe not that's not what the majority of podcast listeners want Anyway, um, what else did I want to say? So, so thank you for, um, telling me about the Dolly Parton podcast. Um, I don't know how to round this up, but (laughs) I'm just going to say, um, thank you, and I hope, um, that my rambling was, um, all right to listen to, um, and I really look forward to your next letter. Thanks, Amy. Take care. Bye.